0: Hi, and thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. around the curtain three sorry three to eleven and then six months to two years old if uh, we have a nursery at your uh, disposition if you'd like to take your children back there and if you come here regularly we would also ask that you would register your children as you come in Uh, it's so good to be in the house of the Lord how many uh, barely made it here today some people honest in the house yes yeah, as we were we were talking. Sometimes it's so hard to get here, and so many obstacles. And I remember, you know, now now I'm in the pastor, so I kind of have to be here. Um, but uh, I remember just being part of the church and looking at my wife some morning and saying, "Oh man, you just you know, you know uh, she would just take the day off today." And so I, I know that there's so many factors that get in the way. Uh, but when you as you get to know who He is and that He's you you begin to experience Him, um, there's no other place you'd rather be, right? You just want to be in the presence of the Lord, and and, uh, we're thankful that the Holy Spirit is here today. Uh, uh, Again, just uh, welcome to all of our our first-time guests, um, and and really say if you're not part of the church, by all means, you know, find the church. If this would be it, then praise God, but if it's not, find that church where God has uh, ordained for you to be. Uh, we're going to start a new sermon series today, and it's called The Lord is My Shepherd. The Lord is My Shepherd. And uh, shepherd is mispronounced there, but that's all right. Um, the Lord is My Shepherd. Um, he's good and he's faithful. And so we'll be talking about this psalm. If you've never heard this, most of you probably have heard this uh, verse in, in the psalm. It's Psalm 23. Um we're going to talk about this over the next few weeks, and um, let's just go right to the scripture, Psalms 23, verse one. For some of you, it may be the first verse that you learned. It's one of the first verses that I learned in Spanish. I learned, "Jehovah pastor, and nada me faltará." The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. And um, as I was preparing for this um, sermon or this message, I was thinking about, wow, can I can I talk for 20 minutes on this verse? And um, and, and I really can. I could probably talk for an hour. I will not talk for an hour today, uh, God willing. Um, but, but it's a powerful uh, verse. And if you guys would just leave that up there for a little bit. It, Psalms 23 is probably the most famous, well-known passage of the Old Testament some say of the whole Bible, but uh, I'm going to stick to the Old Testament. It was written over 3,000 years ago. It, it's simple enough for a, a child to understand it, uh, but at the same time, it's profound and deep enough to cause scholars and theologians to, to drown in it. Um, it's used mostly at, at funerals, and uh, you'll see it a lot if you, if you go to the cemetery on, on, um, on tombstones, you'll see this verse on it. and um, but it goes beyond uh, funerals, this verse does, because it's really not about death. It's really more about life. It's a life-giving scripture that God has given us. And, and one beautiful thing about this scripture is that it's timeless. It, it, um, it, there's no bad time for this, this verse. It could it be 1920, 1810, it could be 2060, and this verse will still hold its weight in gold, right? because it's God's word. Um, I'm excited about this um, this song because I love the author. And the author, his name is David. Uh, we'll talk about him over the next few weeks. And, uh, man, man, you know, when, I don't know if you like to read, and, and I haven't read a, a good book for a while. I just, I've just i been busy, but I like to read. I like to take time and read. and um, I like to uh, sit by the pool, and uh, I don't have a pool but one day I will, right? Okay, I'm going to tell you a secret. The pastor's secret is this. One day, Lord Jesus, one day I want a little house overlooking the ocean with a big pool. <laughs> Lord Jesus, hear that, brother. I don't want a big house because then you got to clean it, but I want just a little house, big pool. I'll pay somebody to clean the pool right? and be able to see the ocean and see the sunrise or the sunset. Um, but, you know, when you read a book, a good book, I don't know where I got into that, but anyway, I, I said that because I like to sit by the pool and read a book, right, and usually I'll sit by the pool, and, and we haven't done it for a while, my wife likes to go uh, to the ocean, and she loves to hear the ocean, and she doesn't like to get in it that much, she just likes to be around the water, uh, and I like it too, I like to read a book, and usually when I'm there, it's peaceful, and I'll, I'll read a chapter or two, and then I fall asleep, right, but I find peace there, and, um. And, and, and when you get a good book, it, it usually has an area where it says about the author, right? You say about the author. And, and I want to talk a little bit about the author of Psalms 23. His name was David. David ended up being king of Israel, uh, probably the most famous king of Israel, uh, the most historic king. He was a warrior. He was a general. He was a mighty leader. The Bible says that he had a, he was a man after God's own heart. Uh, But before he was king and all these things, he was a shepherd. And uh, a shepherd, and what is it? It's someone who tends the sheep. He takes care of the sheep or she takes care of the sheep. Um, And and, and being a shepherd has really never been this big prestigious job or some fancy title. It wasn't something really to brag about. Uh, A lot of times in a family, um, even today in the Middle East uh, or in Africa, uh, it's usually the person uh, least in the family, or, or a servant, or a hired person who would tend to the sheep. Uh, and the same thing happened in David's family. So David had some brothers, and they were they were mighty, and they were strong. And and um, in fact, when, when the prophet Samuel was sent to, to David's house, uh, which was his father's house, Jesse, and Samuel showed up there, and he said, I need you to bring all your sons. Sam, uh, the prophet told Jesse, bring all your sons. And he brought all his sons out. And, and, and Samuel was there to pick the king of Israel, and, and Samuel saw all the brothers come through, and, and they all came through, and, and, and God didn't direct him to any of them. And, and the prophet tells uh, Jesse, "But you have any more sons?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is one more. He's out tending sheep." So this wasn't a fancy uh, job title, yet God um, honored uh, this young shepherd boy. And we're going to talk a little about what does that mean. To be a, a shepherd, and um, um, for the most part, if you ask a little little child, a little boy, a little girl back in the day in Israel, what do you want to be when you grow up? They wouldn't say shepherd, right? They wouldn't say shepherd. And, um, but God sometimes look at, looks at things differently, and I just mentioned this, that it doesn't matter what your occupation is or what your title is Amen. in life, right? Amen. God honors when you do things and Work and you get to work on time, and you're responsible, and you do with what not only what you're supposed to do, but you go the extra mile, right? God sees that, and, and so it doesn't matter where you are. I heard a testimony the other day. I was with a pastor, and um, and he was sharing with me about one of uh, his business owners who owns a a, a restaurant out in um, Fairless Hills out there. He says it's a fancy restaurant, and he was telling me that um that they make they have a lot of revenue and And he told me the name of the restaurant. I don't remember, but he he says the owner of that restaurant goes to his church. And um, he said that he was having a conversation with him one day, and the owner told him this. He said, you know, I started working at that restaurant as a dishwasher, right? I just did it well, man. And then I I went from there to cook, and then from cook, I went to uh, manager, one of the shift managers, and and today I own the restaurant, right? And so it doesn't matter where you are. If you do things well and you honor God and and you're – Responsible, God will place you where you're supposed to to be, amen. So I say that that that's where David kind of started. He started on the bottom, um, and he was his shepherd, and, and maybe I don't know how many uh, might have grown up in Puerto Rico or on a farm and been around animals. I, I was not anybody being around animals in the house. Okay, we got one, hey, amen, all oh, city folk. So we're not that we're not that. Uh, um, Knowledgeable in how sheep act and what they do. Um, uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, something about that's powerful about a shepherd is that a shepherd knows his sheep. A good shepherd, right? A good shepherd knows his sheep. He knows when they're moody. He knows if they're walking a little lame. Uh, he knows when they need shearing or a haircut. Um, he knows when they're sick. He knows their tendencies. He knows when they're stressed. Uh, he knows when they are afraid. And the shepherd knows when he needs to raise his voice and when he needs to be loving and tender to the sheep. The other thing about that, about this whole uh, shepherd-sheep relationship is that sheep, they recognize his voice. They know his voice. And so we're going to watch a quick video here of, of a shepherd and some people trying to talk to the sheep. Uh, if you guys could just... Cue up that video. You can turn up the volume. Yeah, turn it up. They're calling the seat. had different people coming up and, and calling the sheep, and, but the sheep, they didn't pay attention, just ignored it, right, because they know the voice of their shepherd, and um, you know, even as we think of us, you know, the Bible compares us to sheep so many times in the Bible, and, and uh, a lot of times, what voice are we listening to, right, what's the voice that's calling our attention, yeah. um, and, and so something to really know that the Bible says that, my, Jesus says that my sheep know my voice, right, he says that it, and really, we have to be, uh, we have to get closer to the shepherd in order to hear his voice and know when it's him calling and not some stranger, right? Praise God. John 10, 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. They follow me. And I would even ask you, who are you following? You know, What voice are you uh, listening to? And, and and it's really something that it's a constant thing. It's not that you arrive and all of a sudden you know his voice but as you get to know His voice, there's still a lot of distractions that and 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 foreign voices that come and talk to you in your ear. Uh, sometimes it's it's other people. Sometimes it could be a, a, a spouse. It could be it could be whoever putting these voices in our ear. But we have to be conscious to hear the voice of the Shepherd uh, because that is the voice that directs us. It's um, sometimes a very still, soft voice that He uses and. And I would even ask, church, when is the last time that, that you heard the shepherd's voice? Right? Yes. Many times it is his voice or it is his voice the, the one that we ignore the most. Right? Instead of listening to that voice, a lot of times we, we ignore his voice. And, and I think in my own life, how many times did I run from his voice? How many times did I ignore his voice when he asks me to do things? Sometimes that were in, not logical. When he, when he asked me to go and do things that I said, well, that doesn't make sense, right? And it didn't make sense because maybe it it involved my pride, right? Or it involved some things that I didn't want to do. But I'll tell you that as you listen to the voice of the shepherd of Jesus, many times he's going to ask you to do some some things that are not logical, some things that are not going to be necessarily fun. And sometimes uh, the shepherd would take the sheep right into some places that they may not feel so comfortable in. And as we talk about this over the next few weeks, we're going to get deeper into uh, this relationship between the shepherd and, and the sheep. But people who don't know his voice, right, people who don't know his voice, they never get to the place that he created them to be, right? And I don't think anybody in this place wants to be uh, living a life that we were not created to live, right? We want to live out that that life that God has called us uh, to to, um, to live out. And, and many times, you know, I, as I mentioned, you know, I overlook God. And, and and He is the one who in reality plays the most significant role in my life. It's God. And it's the very one that I should be giving honor and focusing on the most is the one that many times I overlook. Or I come to Him when it's a last resort, right? When there's no one else or no workplace or, or no way, then I begin to seek the Lord. And um, But sometimes we're so stubborn, right, that we're not able to hear the voice of the shepherd. And I'm here to tell you that God wants to create a new thing through your life. And I'm here to tell you that you'll discover that new thing as you hear the shepherd's voice. How many want to hear the shepherd's voice? See, because not only, see, David, when he wrote this, he was not just, um, uh, not only did he understand uh, what it was to be a shepherd, right? And he compares God to the shepherd. He says, the Lord is my shepherd, he says. But he also compares himself to a sheep because he, uh, he knew that the sheep uh, needed a shepherd, right? He knew that the sheep had a tendency to be weak, defenseless. Uh, sheep can sometimes be very foolish. Sheep need oversight. They need care. They need love. They need protection. And that's why David was able to say, the Lord is my shepherd. He doesn't say the Lord was my shepherd or the Lord might be my shepherd. He said the Lord is my shepherd. He understood that that relationship of him being a sheep, that he required a shepherd. And we need to get to a place in our walk in this life that we say, I need... Oversight, right? There's times that I could be foolish. There's times that I could be weak. There's times when I feel defenseless. There's times when I need oversight. I need care. I need love and protection. And I need a shepherd. His name is Jesus. The sheep is entirely dependent on the shepherd. Sheep don't have sharp teeth or sharp claws. They they don't have a powerful way to defend themselves. Um, They're not the fastest animal. They don't have speed to run. Right, from the from the predator. Um, they don't have an intimidating growl, right? They're, they're, they're simple animals. A sheep can't even pretend to be mean. Can't even fake it, right? They're not scary looking. Uh, a sheep requires a shepherd. Requires a shepherd. The shepherd is the one who provides that protection for them. And, and just like sheep they need each other, and they come together, they herd together. You and I, we were created to lean on each other. We need each other. A, a, a sheep that's all by itself will not survive too long. Sheep, they wander, they get lost, and they don't know their way back. They have a really bad GPS inside of them, and a short memory. And so it's necessary for sheep to be together, right? Uh, and so it's necessary for you and me Just like sheep, to hang out together. But we have to make sure that as we're hanging out together, we're still focused on the shepherd. We have to focus on the shepherd, right? Um, And that's why David continually uh, compared us to sheep. And the Bible uh, does it. Jesus compares us to sheep. Uh, And it is the voice of the shepherd, of the Holy Spirit, that begins to direct you, that begins to show us the way, that provides that path that we're all seeking. Uh, and God created us like that um, and you may feel like sometimes you don't need anybody else You may feel like you're self-sufficient, but that is a lie That is a lie that the devil tells us that when you're going through something many of us we begin to go through something and we Isolate ourselves we we, we, we we come by ourselves thinking that, that that we're better alone But I'll tell you you become very vulnerable to the enemy when you isolate yourself When you try to do this all by yourself, and it is our tendency as people, as sheep, right, to isolate ourselves, like, I got this, I don't want nobody, I don't want nobody to know, I got this, just me and God, when God says, okay, I'm here, and I'm the shepherd, At first you need me, but you need some other sheep around you as well, we just got to be careful that we're not listening to the sheep more than we're listening to the shepherd, right, and we got to understand who, what kind of sheep we're hanging out with, right, because there's some sheep that think they're the shepherd, And that's why we need the word of god to direct us it's the voice of god that speaks to us through his word In psalms 119 115 it says this the, the word is a lamp for my feet and a light for in my on my path and it's the word of god it's the word of god we need we need the shepherd who speaks to us through the word and through the holy spirit and then we need some other sheep the right sheep around us right because there's some sheep who are wandering, and we're following them. So we got to be careful that we're not following the wrong sheep, right? And we need to pray that God bring the right people around me. Lord, I need I need some good sheep who are who, who can hear the shepherd as well, right? Because we all are being shepherded. Somebody's shepherding you, whether you like it or not. Sometimes it's our pride who's shepherding us. Sometimes it's our 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 our, our um. Our greed, that's shepherding us. Sometimes it's somebody else's plan for your life, right? That's shepherding us. So we have to understand, who is that, Lord? Would you take me to the place that I need to be so that I can hear your voice? Hallelujah. He goes on to say, David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I shall not want. Let me tell you, we all want. I want, you want. We all want. But when we choose the right shepherd, he supplies all of your needs. Yes, he supplies your needs. See, you see, the shepherd, which is Jesus, his heart is full of love. And that's why David is able to say, I shall not want. David is able to say, your grace is sufficient. Uh, and, you know, as we continue to choose him to be our shepherd, how do you begin to want what the shepherd wants for you? Yes. Not not. You know, and I talked a little bit about the house that I want, um, you know, overlooking the ocean. And that's real. I want that, right? I, I want it. But-, but you know what I want before that? I want what he wants, right? And so I'll ask for that. But if he doesn't give it to me and then that's not what he has, I'll be okay with it, right? I'm going to be okay. Able- because in the end, I want whatever he wants. And if I'm asking for that here and I want that little house overlooking, you know, the ocean with the big pool, if I don't get it in this life, I'll get it in the next. How right? many believe that? Because as I begin to know who the shepherd is, I begin to understand that my needs and my wants pale in comparison to what he wants. And he's already predestined for me. right? And so we need to get a place to a place where we're like, okay, God, I want your path, right? I want to go where you want me to take, where you want to take me. And, 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 and it's got to be what what he wants, because sometimes he's going to take you through the storm, right? Yeah. And we just got to follow him through that storm, and we have to just trust that he's God. Yeah. Not, not not, what your best friend wants, or what your mom, or your, your dad wants, or, or your boss has planned for you, or even you know, what your pastor has planned for you. It's what the shepherd has already, and, and if you are in the right place, he's going to provide the right pastor, the right people, right, <laughs> to be around you, to what, to encourage you, to listen and find the voice of the shepherd. Uh, uh, it's all about what, what the shepherd already has for you. The shepherd's going to take you through some places, and it's our job to humble ourselves and follow, and follow where he's taking us. Um, there's a verse, and I'm not sure if I put it on there, but uh, this is what, 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 what it says in the New Testament. It says, watch out for false prophets. Back to you, Matthew 7:15. Watch out for false prophets. Those are those evil sheep. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. And sometimes there's some wolves that we're following. We think they're sheep, right? We think they're sheep, but they're not. They're wolves. And the enemy will send them, and we will be surrounded. So that's by them, and so that's why we have to keep our eyes fixed on the shepherd. And the more and more that you experience the shepherd, the less and less you depend on material things, on relationships, and you begin to put God first, and He begins to prioritize your life. The shepherd sees what you don't see, right? Uh, the, the the Bible goes on to say that that when 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 He is your shepherd, when Jesus is your your shepherd and your friend gets a new house or a new car, you say, I shall not want, God has something for me. Yeah. You celebrate your friend. You celebrate what God has done from them, for them. Yeah. You, you, you say, Man, God is powerful. And, and if you get jealous for a minute, don't hold that jealousy. Let it go. Say, shepherd, take this jealousy. Can, can, I, can I celebrate my brother or my sister? When he is your shepherd and and your friend has an overflowing wallet, you can say, I shall not want. God has a unique blessing for me as well. When he's your shepherd and you see the storm come, you say, I shall not want. He will provide peace in the midst of the storm. When he's your shepherd and you lose your job, you will say, I shall not want. God has called me to own a company. Right? That we would see beyond our circumstance and understand that, no, my eyes are fixed on the shepherd. The shepherd is faithful. The shepherd knows where I'm supposed to go. The shepherd is my all. The shepherd is my hope. The shepherd is my rescuer. And I'm not going to let whatever I'm facing right now get in the way of that. So, shepherd, Jesus, I will put my faith in you. Glory to Jesus. I shall not want. In fact, all I want is you, Lord. And when there's songs that we sing, and we sing, all I want is you. We sing that, right? But sometimes we don't live it. It's hard to live it. And so today we're reminded that, that, that he wants us to sing that song and not just sing it, but live it out. Yeah. Live it out. But one of the most beautiful things about, about us as sheep is that God gives us the liberty to pick who our shepherd's going to be. And like I said, you, you're, you're being shepherded by somebody or something. But God gives us that liberty to choose to shepherd it. And today we even have that opportunity that if he's not your shepherd, uh, that he would become your shepherd, that you choose him to be your, your shepherd. So church, can we just stand at this time? you've inside, you know we you're shepherding, sometimes it's our, it's our wallet, it's it's a relationship. It's our own pride. Sometimes that pride actually comes from hurt, right? We've been hurt, so we build this wall of pride, and that thing begins to shepherd us. That thing begins to make your decisions for you, right? But today we're reminded that you choose. And I'll tell you that, that a sheep who's being shepherded by the wrong shepherd is doomed. It's hopeless. You're trying to fill that void, and you're trying to fill it with all these things, but without Jesus, and Jesus goes on to say, I, I love what he says. John chapter 10, it's not going to be on the screen, but he says this. He says, I am the good shepherd. And he says, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And so I'm gonna just tell you that Jesus already laid down his life for you, he laid it down for me. He is the good shepherd, his voice is the one that we need, his, his voice is the one that you've been seeking. The Bible says that if you seek him, you'll find him, right? And I think a lot of times we, we don't find him because we haven't really sought him, we haven't really went after him. And he's faithful and he's good. And so, church, can we just close our eyes just for a moment? Hallelujah. Lord, we honor you. We give you glory. We thank you, God, because you are the true shepherd, Lord. Perfect shepherd. I thank you, God, Lord, for those of us who have chosen you, Lord, and those who will choose you today to be the shepherd. that we would hear your voice, God come against all the lies of the enemy of this world. I come against right now and cancel, Lord. Spirit of depression that lies to us. Spirit of hopelessness come against you in the name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus in this place right now. We cancel the lies of the enemy. Those things that hold us back from hearing your voice. You are the good shepherd. Honor you, Lord, in this life and in the next, God. Forever and ever, we'll give you honor. I thank the Holy Spirit for speaking to us today, Lord, that we would choose you first. Amen. Hallelujah. With every eye closed, if you want to make that choice today and make Him your shepherd, and you know He's calling you, and you know that's been missing in your life, Because you've heard other voices and followed and maybe got this way and that way. And you still find yourself lost. It's because the shepherd is waiting for you to choose him. So I'm going to count to three. And if that's you and you say, oh, I want to choose Jesus today. I want to choose Jesus. I'm going to count to three. And you'll just raise your hand. Whatever your eye closed. One, two, three. Just raise your hands in this room. can we raise our hands with them? We're going to pray this prayer together. Shepherd just repeat after me Shepherd, Jesus I need you I want to hear your voice I need to hear your voice Forgive me for all the things that I've done to hurt you hurt others. Clean my heart today, my mind. I receive you as my shepherd. In Jesus' name, amen. And if we just have a hand clap for those who sit down. Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.